and May Beyond. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for everyone who's giving five-star ratings on iTunes. We really appreciate it. It helps other people find the show. We do get messages from people who have just found the show who aren't connected to the gym or anyone at the gym, and they find it because of folks like you. I don't think you have to write anything. I think you just do a thumbs up. You leave it blank. Whatever you do, just give a five-star rating. It's how people find these type of shows. It's how I find other shows, other MMA shows. Uh, so thank you for listening. We're here at Longo and Weidman MMA in Garden City, New York. What's up, Ray Longo? Oh, man, I'm really liking this. I'm liking being at Longo Weidman. It's great MMA. energy. It's great energy, man. We just uh, left Ally Aquinta. Man, what a great night he had, man. Beast. I'm pumped. I, I, I just came back from Mafravola's fight, landed at 4 o'clock. Ran to the gym tied. I tell you, I watch that kid spar, and I just I wake up, man. I'm, I'm out of control tonight, Manimal. Manimal <laughs> here. Man, I'm Manimal hyped to actually be here never too, left. <laughs> what was it? I was sparring yesterday. <laughs> yeah, people, I just took a nap. Yeah, people, you I know? want you to know, since last uh, week's episode, he hasn't left uh, the uh, microphone. We keep no, getting I'm training. Messages. I'm in fight camp, all right? We get get so. messages from people who say, Man, having Manimals on was amazing. This message is from not Manimal 62 <laughs> <laughs> Welcome well, back, Like my brother. wife said, I am my own biggest fan. Manimal training camp. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, of course, Doc Sherry, welcome back. Thanks well, for having you've me. You've been gone forever. Why I are you know. traveling everywhere? I know. That's what happens when you know your shit. That's what happens. So, Ray, congrats. Man, Matt great. Steamrola for Vola. Congratulations. Did exactly what he said he was going to do. Great night. Great night against. Look, here's a kid that they, I don't think they've given this guy an easy fight, any of his fights. So... I'm really, uh, really happy for him, man. He mixed up the uh, wrestling with his striking and against, a, I mean, the biggest guy he's probably ever going to face at 55, the tallest guy, I should say. Sure. But like a real 6'3", you know what I mean? So I thought he did great, man. He did great and a great learning experience for his yeah. opponent as well. I think he keeps growing. And, uh, you know, I think you see he's not as wild as he was in the first fight and he gets better and better. I think a fight like that Lando fight <laughs> at the Garden was a fight that probably because of that fight, he won this fight. You know, it gave him the experience and, uh, you know, the ability to grow through a real crafty striker, uh, you know, to this fight, which, again, posed problems because the guy was... Six three and long, and hitting, and it's not hitting easy. hard in the first round yeah. for sure. And were, I he were you did a great impressed job. with, with uh, Steamroller's ability to stay uh, stay on target with the game plan, even though he got tagged a couple times? Uh, but I thought he did a great job. I thought he, there were signs in, in the third round. He, I think his natural ability is just to—he's a fighter. Yeah, he's going to go forward. So, yeah. I, in between rounds, I told him, "Listen, you're up two rounds." He's got to come out guns blazing. He doesn't knock you out. He loses the fight. You know, so just, you know, do what you're doing, you know. And then, like, a minute later, he's in there swinging. <laughs> like, I think, you know, and I think Matt Arroyo's yelling at him. I mean, like, I'm like, what the hell just happened? We just had a conversation. But all in all, great job. Uh, I think by that time, the other guy was kind of gassed out. And he really wasn't pushing a, a fast pace even when he had to. So I think that was a plus for uh, for both. Animal, is there a time where where you're you're in the fighter situation where Ray's talking about where you feel something in your opponent where you're like, oh, actually, I could stand here for a second. Oh man, you feel all kinds of things in there, but I wanted to say, uh... yeah, I don't think he's doing that. I think, like again, his natural. His natural instinct is he's going down he's going, swing. yeah he yeah. no his it's, natural so it's not so necessarily that, so, what so, you're feeling from the other opponent it's just your 
first, I just want to say, I love Matt. His, you know, his, that's his heart right there. He's, a, he's amazing. You know, and he's, uh, talk about and he says energy. in the gym, he's like, you know, there's some guys that are athletes. And the guy that's an athlete, he needs to make sure everything's right and get his pre-workout. He's like, and some guys are warriors. And that's what Matt says. He's like, I'm yeah. a warrior. I don't give a shit. He's like, I'm ready to fight. He is a soldier. No matter sure. how it looks. Yeah, I think, how I think that's, that's good energy. He's, a, he's good energy. He's a soldier. And that's yeah. how he does it. He goes out there. And I, I want to say this, too. Listen, wanna, don't what, overlook how nice his jiu-jitsu looked. Yeah. How good yeah. did Frivola's jiu-jitsu look? Really he was good. isolating the arm. He went for that guillotine a few times. A few times. You know, he's been putting in the work. I train a lot with Steamroller. You know, where I... Man, wait, are I'm you really plugging so yourself? Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, no, wait, no, no, he did. He did. Well, no, 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 let me no, ask you a serious question. He just did some intellectual jujitsu. No, 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 just I'm just cut. so happy. No, no, no. I do believe I, you're happy. No, I, I, he's I, saying. I do, I do believe you're happy about what I have no fucking idea. But I do believe you're happy. Listen, how much, how much, wait, hold on a second. I'm King Midas, but when I touched him, he turned to gold. Wait, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Are you kidding me? Now, what percentage? You made his win about you. Yeah, what percentage of that fight do you attribute to him being at the manimal training camp. A quarter of a percent. No, no, come on. Be sorry. Seriously. Listen. That's he, it? He has everything he needs. You know? All I can do is, you know. So you, it's making him better. So, <laughs> Unbelievable. So wait a minute. So you're Ray, taking a... Guy, so wait, so you're taking... Wait, hold on a second. You're he taking a... It. He's taking a quarter, quarter of a percent. percent. That's it. Quarter. What about Big Sal? No, Big Sal. That's his... I mean, like... He, got, he should get 99%. 99? Where do you think his talent came from? Well, I'm saying, like, you do... Do you think that wow. that transfers that through Big Sal to the steamroller? <laughs> yeah, so. so you're so you're taking a lot of credit. That leaves three quarters of a percent. And and Ray Longo was there too. Oh yeah, holy shit! This guy is out of his, he's out of his mind. He's, he's coming out guns blazing. No, seriously, we no, we might we might have to sanction we might have to sanction how many times he can use the word manimal training camp. <laughs> All right, you guys said it more than me. I'll tell you that. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> did you notice? Did you the notice Steamroller's Jujitsu after I trained with them? Well, you gotta remember it's the only it's the only camp where they have more coaches than participants. <laughs> <laughs> what? And, and, and Steamroller's fight was great. It was, it was great to see him uh, get that yeah, win. Yeah, really, really happy it, for him. It, yeah, it, he's it a nice kid. And and really, uh, great to see. And, you know, he'll, he'll still learn, and he'll still come back even better. Yeah, great yeah. No, he's still growing, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's got the skill set. And, uh, yeah, I think he's just going to get better and better each fight. And I think that was a big win, man. He had to get one win on the board. You know, he's got to go into that fight against a guy 6'3". What was he? Uh... Oh, one and one, you know what I mean? So that's, that's tough too. You know, he just came off a war, but again, I do believe it's that war that, that really gave him the edge. And again, he won 30, 27, I think on two cards, I had a 30, 27 for sure. One I guy, 29, yeah, 28. Yeah, so great fight. Another growing experience. You know, it's hard to get those growing fights in the UFC because they just throw you into it with the wolves, you know. So well, this was good be, for him. To be fair, they, that's what they try to do every fight he has is throw him to yeah. the wolves. Yeah, he's not, like, again, he's they, never had an easy fight. They're building up Lando. They, yeah. they wanted to try to feed him to Lando. Yeah, I do believe and they... He, and that fight, he was like a mortal, that was like a Mortal Kombat fight. He looked great that in that amazing. fight. They, that was a kick-ass fight. One of my favorite fights of all time. Well, I mean, it was a great and fight. And did he do the animal training camp before that fight? <laughs> Right. I think he did. Right. How much are you going to say, man? I should hire you. I should pay you. Uh, with this, you know? So, um, oh, and then the fight with this guy, he was the underdog for that fight, too. Yeah. 
You know? Nah, he was. This was close, though. I don't think he was a big underdog. Uh, no, it was close, but I'm, I'm just yeah. Putting no, it out there that no, he. he, he, he but I think everybody picked him to lose. It, I'd be interested to see the numbers because that's a lot of exposure they got being the uh, the main, which is great. The yeah. main yeah. Uh, on the ESPN. On, on Do we have any ESPN. numbers on that? Not yet. Do Do you think, Steve, that that helps or hurts when somebody knows that they're the underdog, or does it depend on the individual? Well, it fighter? depends on the person. Yeah, yeah it, it depends on the person, just like anything else. I was listening to uh, when we got here. Uh, Ray was doing an interview for something. Um, ESPN. I hope you it, know. Was it? Yeah. It was ESPN. So he he was doing an interview and he was talking about mindset and. At the end of the the interview, as a closer, they asked Ray, like, "Okay, so you you clearly develop champions here. Uh, so what's what's their what's the secret to a champion? And does Ally Quinta, who they were talking about, uh, does Ally Quinta have that?" And Ray did say something to the effect of, "It's it's a mindset, and and that's what I think, Doc. I think that championship is a mindset and a behavior, and when when you think accordingly and act accordingly, then you experience it accordingly." Yeah, and I, I just want to hit that end. I mean, with that being said, you need the skill set, but you sure. know, because guys have the skill set, but not the mindset, and that always hurts to see. Yeah. And then some guys have a lesser skill set and a better mindset, and they make up for it. But I think what we're seeing with Alman is just a guy just coming into his own at the right time, man. I mean, he's he really is looking better and better, and it's a it's a great thing to see. I I think he's a kid that loves to fight, and he's got a great skill set, and he's really. Uh, you know, we've changed some things around. You know, I, I listen to him, and he listens to his body, and, you know, we take a little more breaks here and there just to make sure he's healthy. And, you know, even for me as a trainer, it can't always be like a cookie-cutter mentality. So, And he seems really uh, adaptable and coachable. I mean, he is. Yeah, well, it's it, but, you know, he's he's got his input too, though. So, I mean, it's it's a combination. You know, he knows himself, and, you know, we kind of meet in the middle on a couple of things, but. You know, I think his emotional maturity and his skill set are just beginning to meld. Yeah, I and don't think nice he would do see. good with like a um, a dictator. I don't right. I think he's going to rebel. Cookie cutter, like yeah, you're saying. yeah, yeah. It's not going to go go down too well, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how this fight plays out because you know I know he's going to win, but I mean we did some we did some different stuff, you know. That's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. But I'm psyched. He's been looking. Yeah, no, he off the uh, tonight. He was out of his ridiculous. So yeah, well, I mean, I really wish the fight was this weekend coming up right, at this point. You know, so might actually have to pull him back a little bit. And it's funny because when we started, it was like, hey, you know, it's not a lot of time. And then it's just when you're doing weeks, when right? you're doing the right training, man. It, that man inside of three or four weeks, man. If you're not, you know, like again, the mistake a lot of people make is they get out of shape, and then you got to take three or four weeks to get them back in shape, and then hit the camp, and then that's a long. That's a long haul, you know, but he really, you know, he's he's a little more active, so he never got out of shape, and this this was good, man. I think this is gonna, the timing, we're, we're hitting this thing perfect. Right, what was it, six weeks, the fight announcement? I'm going to say five, right? five weeks, five, right? I think it was yeah. five weeks, yeah. I mean, I was, he's in shape already, yeah, yeah so yeah. it wasn't like a big deal. But, you know, like right. one of the things, like even with this weekend, I saw it's like at the beginning of the week or last week, whatever, I saw it's playing around, I'm... You know, I went out late for Matt's fight because he had people with him, so that worked out good. So I said, let's switch to sparring, if we can, from Saturday to Sunday. So I'm here. Like I said, those are the little things that, you know, you know, some guys are well, I can't. I got to be here. I said, no, it was good. He 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 did. He was perfect, man. He took Saturday as a recovery day and 
that makes me feel good because, you know, nobody's going to get injured and, you know, his body heals up. And then, man, he, like, tonight was on fire, man. So good stuff, man. I'm really, really happy what I saw tonight and happy for him. Man. He's a great guy. He's just a, he really matured into just a great guy. I always loved him, but he's a really you good wanna You want to see him win. You, you want to see, see him, him win. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. not, not only me, everybody yeah. does. You know, there's people, you know. You know, I think Frivola said in an interview, you know, you just, you get inspired watching that guy spar, man. He just brings a different intensity into the gym. And, you know, even Marab is, you know, we got some really good guys. You know, Aljo on the coaching side, I think he really, like, first thing Frivola says, I'm going to go over, I'm sure Aljo will break down those takedowns for me, what I was doing wrong. And that's what I'm saying. These guys have a great support system now. I mean, really just hitting at the right time. And, 55 would just deep, man. Those guys got great sparring partners, you know. Also, Steamroller, if you're listening, listen to the uh, commentary of your fight. DC had a couple of of uh, bits of advice as well while you were doing some wrestling takedowns. Oh, uh, shoot. The cutting the corners and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Some, some, some good input. That... Well, he was trying a particular takedown where you keep the head on that side. But DC, there's a traditional one that then he cut to. But he was practicing. There's a different take. That is he disagreeing DC, with DC now? Oh, no, no, I'm just saying. I know what I want he was you to trying. Clear your wrestling. No, 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 savvy. no, no, no. DC's right. Like, I'm just saying that that's the manimal. That there I think was you something. Go to school. Yeah, Wait, you know what? Why don't you invite DC to manimal training camp? Invite him to the manimal. Clearly, who has not been to manimal fundamentals of wrestling is DC. He's right because when he cut the corner, he's right. But there's a. Another thing that I he was looking to do based on what he was doing. Yeah, he he didn't turn the what he, he did what he did wrong with turning the queen and put his blinker on. Put his first. On. <laughs> yeah, you know that you failed yeah, the road test animals for recommendation. That. Animals yeah, like just, got a blinker. We're doing and, uh, a and if you don't use the, you know at least use we're your hand signal. Rain. He didn't use his hand signal either. We didn't know what he was doing. I thought he was going straight. Hand and arm signal. You're supposed to hand and arm signal. DC. Stop Can we giving him play to the animal training. Like, you know you don't know your shit. Yeah, you know, right? DC is going to Popeyes. Like, yeah, Two <laughs> other amazing fights on that card. <laughs> uh, there are a bunch of good fights on that card, but uh, Adesanya and Gaslam. Wow, what a fight! Oh man, how did they close the show? I was so emotionally drained after the. Uh, Kelvin fight that uh, I don't even know if I can handle another fight. It, it's but, uh, unbelievable. Did you have it two and two going to I the... had it two and two. I yeah. thought Kelvin had the momentum. I don't know what the hell happened. I thought he got punched I thought he face. was going to, yeah, I thought he was going <laughs> to, <laughs> I thought he was going to close the show out. I think it was yeah. a kick in the body. It was, it was, it was all kick, good. He got kicked in the and body. He was take all punch, good, so. so I was like, yeah. shit. But he got, I mean, it, he, you could have stopped it at the very end, and I don't think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I heard Joe Rogan call him for the stoppage. He was like, "Oh, they gotta stop this." And it was like ten seconds left, and he grabbed the leg. He was, I mean, he was Rogan. He's a little out of it. Before you <laughs> chime in, <laughs> can we invite Rogan to an animal training camp? <laughs> oh, Joe would love a animal training camp. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, but a great fight. Congrats to Israel Adesanya. And just like that, two champions from Africa. Ni oh, from, Nigeria. Uh, These are Nigerian Nigeria. champions, right? Are they both Nigerian? Yeah, yeah both, both Nigerian. Nigerian. Yeah. Kamaru Usman and uh, Israel Asanya. Apparently, that's like the back new wave. Back. They're trying to bring over a lot of uh, a lot of their kinsmen, you know? And 
What happened was, if everyone, no, are we recording this? It's it's how he started. So it's it's what's happening. Is what happened to bring? But he wasn't even like making eye contact. (laughs) No, he went so with Steve. He went like he started so confident. Nobody talk when he does that again. He just goes away. And they're definitely bringing. He drifted off. No, he started looking down. What was he doing? He was trying to see how he can get them to go. You know what? He came up with kinsman. That's what he. That was the big. That was, that the was big his word big word. He was yeah. for, you know Anybody the kinsman have, uh, from Nigeria. I, I didn't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> I mean, he really. That's what popped out of his head. That was almost like in Ghostbusters. Like, what are you thinking? Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> it's like that's a... it's and he, it's the confidence he says it with. DC, of course, DC said that he didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, Rogan said, "Stop the fight, but." <laughs> But had he been closer, he would have seen what he, I saw. Yeah, if he would have been on Brooklyn watching it on some it's shitty. Like that with, boxer. Look, was the quality of that fight Pauly better than those old fights you used to look at? He just like, says it with such I'm confidence. Still trying to fight these old fights. Where's my freaking? Here's honor? the thing: I, I want to watch the fights. fights Where's my alpha brain? They have the. This is my last packet. Unbelievable! I ordered some from on it. I ordered no, some doc, more. Alpha seriously, brain. can you blood test them? Here's I'm starting to think he's high as a kite right now. Ray, I was trying to research the fights from the 18. Hundreds, but it's shitty video. Where are we going? Nobody gave a shit back then. What the fuck yeah. does DC know? Yeah. He DC always puts know? his head up his ass right. when he's he doesn't know how to. You need to take down Steamroller. Are you going to listen to DC or the animal? I'm not saying he was no, right. That's or wrong. all you're saying. I was just saying. they're bringing over the Kingsman. <laughs> He really He really Glad you didn't say it Glad you didn't say it He drifted off And I, I didn't I didn't know now what I was that he, that then he came out with Kinsman <laughs> He did Did not say brothers <laughs> no, no, Seriously Wow right, Let's keep it rolling oh, wow. Because I gotta tell you Where Dustin Poirier Can I leave now? Wins yeah. <laughs> he, he, he wins He beats Max Holloway Via unanimous decision New interim champ Looks like he's gonna face uh, Khabib in September. Man, mm. great fight. Manimal, what are your thoughts <laughs> on that? <laughs> what a good fight. I had that going two and two going into the fifth also. Yeah. And Poirier just was a little more physical. You know, Holloway, I think, has everything he needs technique-wise to be the champ at 55. I think all he needs to do is maybe a, a little more strength, grow into yeah. that weight class a little bit. Because Poirier, when he was hitting him, was like kind of... Well, the power difference was, was, was power obvious. Difference. I mean, a, a pretty big power difference. Poirier said he had trouble making 55. Right? I mean, he's, he's yeah, big. Yeah, no, he looks big. Poirier. He looked... Ma- his back. Like, I mean, he's, he looked massive. But and, not, not, and he was landing... The shots yeah. were even. The numbers were pretty even on the... Yeah, I'd have to see that, man. But but Poirier did a great statistics. job. Look, I, like, I don't even want to comment on the fight because I think both guys fought great. Um, <laughs> I go either way with it. I I... I the fifth round was the pivotal round. I think one and two were obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, three and four were obvious. It's the fifth round that. But I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a. What great do you think? Fight. Did you have? Who'd you have? Winning? I mean, I I had Holloway, but I okay. I could be Poirier. No, I think Poirier did a great job. But that's why I said I would I never want to say that because t- I, I had think Poirier, They both did but, a great job. I but mean, it's such and, a good fight. And he did. I think Dustin really came on stronger in the fifth than I thought he would, but I thought he held him against the cage at the end. And, yeah. You know, I don't know, whatever. But it was a great fight. Both guys I deserve mean, a lot of credit. So, 
between the show's um, major MMA news, which was TJ Dillashaw, who had previously yeah, I, just uh, he's going to ben- I think he's going to benefit from what happened this week because it's going to take the pressure off. Everybody's talking about the fights. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and so he EPO. gets he gets uh, caught EPO something you have to inject, which explains why he he as soon as he knew he relinquished the title, he knew this was coming. He knew he knew he got got. And yeah. uh, when the official news hit, um, most people didn't. I didn't read any news outlet that thought his apology was was a good one, a thorough one. And uh, everyone else kind of just danced around it. One of the, the the main coach did some sort of Shakespearean ode to why, bullshit. Why, why does a guy feel the need <coughs> to talk like that, though? My because... fallen brother in victory, and you know, not not an apology, no apology to Henry Cejudo. Um, or anyone else that's impacted, you know. You know there's, again, there's, and that thing with I'm a man of few words, and then he goes on this diatribe of fucking bullshit. Like, well, what would a man of a lot of words done? Well, yeah, right. Do you have any idea? I am a man of a lot of words. Yes. Uh, I probably wouldn't have said shit. Can you do something tonight? <laughs> Go home and write the apology letter. If you were, if you <laughs> were DJ's coach, coach, yeah. You know what I would I apologize see if you for could, first? If you could match Calavita's I'll letter. tell you what I would apologize for first. Please. Being a little bitch talking about how... I don't do anything. I'm well, so that's, cl- I think that's what makes it worse. Yeah, that's up. what made it worse. Like, you, you shouldn't say anything. You don't like, have to Chael, say anything. Chael Sonnen says something isn't... to the effect of, I was on 25 drugs only because there weren't 27 available. Right, right. You know, so, okay, so he does something yeah. to that effect where TJ took the opposite thing. So it's, it's not, it's not the, the politician but who I... gets caught in a, in, a, in a homosexual affair that matters. It's the politician who has made a living talking about how this shouldn't be allowed, this yeah, shouldn't yeah. be allowed, this shouldn't be allowed, and he's the guy that gets caught. That's what makes it worse. Exactly. That's, how, that's how this is. This is because TJ did that, that greater that. than thou well, kind of Even like Elliot Spitz, another fucking gem. You know what I mean? Like, here's a guy prosecuting people Again, yes. for the very shit yeah. he's doing. Like, like how does doing. that look, and That's man? what like, makes it worse. And you know what annoys me more than anything? That motherfucker can't just step back up in front of a microphone and act like nothing happened and we sit here like a bunch of dodos and i think that that's that's, that's the I way people the most, v- you know, view tj's uh his pseudo uh, his his pseudo apology they view it that way but as far as that trainer yeah. if i've learned anything in life right is that truth comes in sentences and lies come in paragraphs yeah and, and that's and that's just really how that's that works true. so i i usually wait for a story and as soon as i hear a story then I know you're lying to yourself, to me, to anyone listening. Um, Is that one of your most quoted quotes? It's not one of my most quoted quotes, but it okay. should. It should, oh, well. should be one. He's a te- wait. Repeat the quote that you think is the most quoted. Let's just see His where you're at. His most quoted quote that truth is in sentences, but lies are in paragraphs. That one's uh, not, not bad. Quoted by Paulie Kalinkas. Yeah, no, no, seriously. You mean Paulie Malinowski? <laughs> oh, wow. Very good. Yeah, no, 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 you learned his he name. He got Malinowski. it. I've only been practicing all week. I'm a slow learner, <laughs> he guys. He knew it was going to come Listen, up. Listen, it took me, uh, you know, decades to figure out how to fight. It, it, took, so, me, it took me decades and to I still teach don't know what the hell I'm doing. But I, but, but I tell you, I do like that because I do <laughs> notice with, with a lot of these guys, like, you know, like the incessive texting and the fucking, like, again, the ongoing shit. They just keep writing, right? It's fucking bizarre. And I don't think he hit totally that point, but, man, he was approaching it, man. He was, I just, most of the people that were reading were going, like, can you stop? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? The fallen brother in arms and, 
You know, you're you're not even hitting the right points. You're trying. You're but telling a narrative. Yeah, as right. Soon as, as soon you're as it's a narrative, to, right. you're, you're, you're bullshitting. It's exactly. almost like they're trying to convince themselves. Of, well, that's exactly yeah. it. They're trying to they're trying to fluff out. And I think you know, like again, somebody's gonna go back and tell that guy, like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, and then he's gonna come out and redo it because in his head, what he put down on paper that first time. That's what he thinks was gold, man. He thought he he, he thought he hit it out of the park right. with that thing. You and know he didn't I mean? have he didn't have the right people around him. Yeah, to to, to, to reel him in, there. yeah, exactly. You gotta have people hey, side note to that dude. You gotta have people around you who will tell you the baby's ugly. Yeah. You have to have that those people. You around have to you. listen to the yeah, people who are so, willing to tell so you the to, baby's to be ugly. able to do that, um, because now they, they they put themselves in this situation because they did that tour of TJ saying, this is the team, and they check my blood all the yeah, time, yeah, and this yeah, is wow. science, and we're creating a, a super machine in this sense. Um, now they either checked you and they knew this or they didn't. Like, and the other oh, thing, you know, like, Dana uh, White was upset at Usada. I'm not catching it because yeah. it was New York State Athletic Commission. I think they said that quote it. And well, I think the other thing with that too is if you read through it, it's like you know, all the protocols and stuff, nobody has any idea how intense no we all have an idea we're not stupid we all have nutrition guys on board and you know great strength coaches and stuff you like he's making like he's got something that nobody else knows about he does he did have something exactly he did yeah he, he absolutely yeah, did well we that, have great nutrition coaches yeah. we have this how come we don't have that same well yeah right this is why there's there's the, there's a reason i mean Either if you the, were that smart like really because he's supposed to be an intelligent dude I mean, I look, I could be standing next to the guy tomorrow. I wouldn't know who he was. and I, So I really can't. I don't like him, dislike him, whatever. I'm just analyzing what I looked at. But, um, I mean, if you were that smart, you couldn't detect something? like, You know what I mean? Like, There's nothing that stuck out to you during that training with all the protocols and all the bullshit. Zero. Yeah, either either the laws of nature were suspended for this individual, right? Or he was cheating, right? And so, uh, and, and but but with the Usada thing, wasn't the the Nowitzki is the guy who Usada wasn't he? Didn't he become the the, the go to because of the cycling because of the the cyclists? Yeah, but for yes. some reason. But why I, weren't they checking for that wrong. one thing? Yeah, well, I don't think they were checking for EPL. I don't think Usada was checking for EPL. Well, they say it's too expensive. So, yeah, the testing batteries are all different. And depending on what you're suspecting or what you've heard or, you know, just in general, they may change the battery of testing, you know, depending on what's going on. Um, and TJ EPO, had been I accused think, of EPO on, on several right. different occasions. And, and, and EPO is going to be... EPO is getting to your head. Yeah, he had said it the... Uh, and they didn't check them then. Right. And, and you know, EPO is going to be something that they're going to be checking for more and more. And there are synthetic versions of it, too. But it's nice. It's, it, you know, the half-life is short, whatever. It's harder to detect. Um, but And that's probably why it was a drug of choice. But it's also, you know, what, what these guys don't realize, it's also potentially dangerous. Um, you know, because when, especially you when you're... beyond to your opponent? Um, beyond to yourself. Yeah, to yourself, um, because you're increasing your red cells. So yes, you've got better oxygen carrying capacity, but it also increases your risk of uh, clots to your lungs, clots to your kidneys, oh, heart attacks, strokes. Um, and believe it or not, there's some evidence that it contributes to long-term 
autoimmune disease. Right. Yeah, it, when you're using it not for the proper reasons. Yeah, I don't know much about it. Do you think that would be something like a fighter would want to take? Like, I, I don't know. I, I was saying, isn't that a cyclist's drug? Like, is that something if, if, a fighter would want to take? It, if, yeah, it'll I'm, increase your... There's no, there's no question about it. I'm just saying that with dehydration, you know, with fighters tend to dehydrate, they tend to cut weight. So it's a little bit different from a cyclist who's going to try to maintain their their hydration throughout, right? Mm. So it's a little bit different. So you... <laughs> Did I Ray, just... No, Ray, Ray starts, he, he gets into that zone and it just makes me laugh because Ray starts thinking, you've been in this game a long time, Ray, and you do see that there are throughout times different people who try to cheat in different ways. Do you you just stay focused on what you're doing and, nah, and let it sort itself out? Hundred percent. And I re honestly, I want to believe I train my guys. I mean, being Matt, train our guys the way I don't even give a fuck what they're doing. To be honest, me personally, I really don't care. I mean, before the first Anderson Silver fight, we were told that, and not that it was verified. I'm just saying what we were told is that he was doing EPO, and That's um, who it was. yeah. Somebody was injecting popped, it into his popped, neck. He yeah. for something. But you know once. what I'm saying? So, I, I, I honestly, I really didn't give a shit. You, you were know? beating him anyway. I'm, I, that's that's what I'm going to play well, up for, to. For the I majority like, of you. Because now, you know, Aljo's guy, Pedro Munoz, now just somebody just tweeted, he was suspended a year for uh, PEDs. Yeah, you know, so. Because Cody said. Um, I mean, which is, again, I, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. It's going to come down to, you know what I like what Henry Cejudo said. I'll never fight T.J. Dillashaw again. And and you know what? The fighters are going to have to take a stand and police themselves. That's the only way it's going to happen. Nobody's going to help them. But if the fighters say, you know what? This guy's a cheater. I'm not fighting him. I'm, I got no fights. Mm. I'm not fighting him. You know what I mean? And that's what's going to happen. Because I do believe the sentiment really is is really shifting hard to people really getting aggravated with guys that are cheating i i feel it like the people i talk they i think they're passionate and um you know i think that it's i think tj's gonna have a hard time facing people at this point you know chael did it a different way it was a long it was a while ago and you know he humored it which i think is right. yeah. is brilliant you know what well, i mean he owned it. Yeah, yeah, well, he owned he owned it yeah he owned it he was like yeah listen i'm he you owned know, it. And then, then he made a joke. Oh, yeah. when I got 18 milligrams. I, I thought it was at least 25. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? So, you know, he had his spin on it. And, um, yeah, at least. But, you and know, it, he suffered the consequences. He suffered yeah, the consequences, like, you know, but it still wasn't at a time where it was so, like you're saying, the, the consciousness has shifted. Right, right. I, now I now think it's really Now fighters bad. are like, dude, I can't even rehydrate. Right, exactly. I, 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 like the exactly. way I used to. Right. And you, you're on some drugs. Like, this is. If I'm doing this 100 yeah. percent on the up and up according to these rules, you should be too, right, right? Because you are about to try and punch me in the face. It right. Could only be two ways, right? It could only be that everything's strict, no one does anything, or you do it like pride and you just like YOLO, just yeah. chaos, just whoever. But, yeah. but I do, so I do believe Steve do TJ is going to have a hard clean. time walking into a room with a lot of fellow fighters, and they're not going <clears> to only because of the way he acted beforehand, and you know all the. High and mighty and all the fucking bullshit. I think he's got a problem with well, that, I, man. Maybe. I, maybe he'll have a problem with it. Or when when I see the way that he acts and when I hear the closest people around him, he might walk in like what? Like, I'd like oh, well, you know, yeah, gonna, like almost like he doesn't see it as as. Well, let's see if we see him. At even any, his apology like, wasn't towards anyone else. Do you think we'll else. see him at any UFC events in the next two right, years? No, no, I, do I, I don't think so. I don't think so either. What do you think happens when they put the fucking camera on him? 
Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. A lot of booze going to come out Yeah, there. you know what I mean? Chris, so do I you think, think Cody yeah. shouldn't afford him knowing that he was on the sauce? That he was on PBS? Well, no, but I'm saying once you're outed, like after he uh, got outed okay. and he relinquished the belt, Cejudo said, I'll never fight him again. But I think his statement was, I'll never fight him because he's a cheater. I'm, I, I won't, I'm, why am I going to reward him? You know what I mean with another fight? I'll give him a payday. Yeah, I'm not right. Giving that guy exactly. a payday. Yeah, I can see that. Does, does and it, he dusted him anyway. He doesn't really yeah. need to fight him again. So, so would would teams know, Doc, that they aren't necessarily checking for this? Um, mm. I think I think they kind of know what's out there and what batteries are tested. But I think it's probably going to become more common to test for. Yeah, it. I'm going to say if but you're that if, yeah, if you're that guy that's thinking about it, you're going to find out. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I could tell you, I have no fucking idea, because I don't, you know, I'm hoping no nobody's doing anything. But I think if you're into that and you're asking questions, right, you're right. definitely not on EPO. Yeah. Okay. It's, you know, wow, things, you're okay. The, Holy shit! Wow! Yeah. Wow! Shots fired. I tell you, <laughs> these things are cat, a it's a cat and mouse game. It's right? a compliment. He goes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a Thanks. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I'd like to thank you for that. Wow. You're clean right all natural, right? <laughs> Homegrown. I'm not saying it. Yeah. <laughs> There's something wrong with him. So many what I was saying it. is I wouldn't know if my guys were on it. You're not gonna tell me, but that's what I'm saying. When I I believe there's probably gyms that are They're strategizing. Fine. They're strategizing yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Oh, they have a chemist on staff. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> uh, I think there's we have a, enough. <laughs> there's a chemist on staff. <laughs> there are specialists in these fields. Yeah. So, uh, but I do. They they probably do though. Yeah. <coughs> you know, is there is there a is there a market for beating these tests, or is there's it always going to be a, a small percentage of fighters that are trying to get that edge, which is mostly a psychological one? Um, is there always going to be that percentage of fighters, or is there an actual market out there for that? I think that there's always a percentage of people who are going to look for that advantage, always. Yeah. So I always the reason I'm asking is more in a business sense because I don't think that the the large percentage of fighters make a lot of money. They don't. So I would think that something like this would be expensive. Something like an EPO would be more expensive, and it would have to be a higher a higher salary, a higher earning fighter to be able to afford it. The more sophisticated, you know, methods of, of getting around the system are going to be more expensive, clearly. Manimal? But that, and, that, and that's going to take a doctor. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Know, like that's you... willing to participate in that. So that's what I'm saying. So it's not only fighters that are going off the rails. Like even in Lance Armstrong's case, he, he had doctors, man, Team. that, that yeah. took an oath and they're doing the wrong thing. And then everyone did it. So like in cycling, it's almost even. Like if everyone did it. So if you test the top 16 guys, it's like. Right. They, ever, they, after, they, uh, after, was, the, after they took away the people who were on it. It was like, it was like no one left. Yeah. Was, so like imagine if in the UFC, every guy you tested did it. Then you'd be like, well, it's even, but it's not. So then, well, how far you know, are they able to go back? So they they keep these blood samples, these samples. right? So the A and B samples they keep for yeah. So how far could they go back if they wanted to on on like say a TJ thing? Could they go back a couple of years or and and check they, all they, the with fights? The Olympics. Remember when they had they and, tested, and tested the, the A and B samples? Do you want to do eight, that? Eight years later. Like, would you want to? I don't know. If, what would you do with that? Would you overturn fights? Is there a whole? Is there a whole and new? I think that's, that would be I a think, whole new. But I see, I would do that, 
because then that would set a precedent. Well, yeah, I, I would definitely do that because then they know they, even if they got away with it, they they might not get away with it. And I thought that was the whole idea of developing a a, a thumbprint for these guys, that uh, a fingerprint, whatever, that they could go back and... Uh, right. And Just I think Navinsky kind of said that. They have a system that, you know, they're not talking about, but there's a method for their madness and they will go back and they will overturn fights. Well, what man. you're saying, right, and what you said last time with the McGregor thing that turned out to be true is that if you don't hit them, right. if you don't set that I, precedent. I say you set that precedent. Right. Go back. You out a guy going back, then anybody who's been dirty is shitting in their pants. Well, you, you know have a guy mean? like Cody who, I don't know what they make, but let's say it's a hundred grand and a hundred grand. Then losing to a cheater might have cost me a hundred grand when I just had a kid. I'm saying way more than yeah. that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because I, I got to say, now my next your fight, career tra- yeah, the psychological damage that yeah. happens. Man, look, when these guys lose, you think it's easy to get on the internet and watch everybody fucking pissing on you and shit. You got to be cut from a special cloth, man. If you're not grounded, you're you know not squared away. It's, you can, it's freaking brutal. It's actually brutal. We just did a thing on, and for our company, we do, we adopt a library uh, around, around the world. So we just did uh, one where we, we sent an obscene amount of, of books around and here they are, Manimal. We post here, all these books, our team got together, sent these books and, and these children who didn't have any books now have all these books. It's incredible. First comment. Why don't you do this in America? <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> have a great day. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, so I did, sorry I did something wrong. Are you kidding? <laughs> every, help, every time just... somebody is willing to take an action, there's always going to be somebody who's it, it's critical so it's of that It's just always going to be that. So imagine getting beat up. In uh, front of a million people. Please, you guys think and you then, give me shit. You got to hear the shit I get outside of here. No, I tell you, I, uh, <laughs> uh, Chris Lieben said it the best, man. After he lost to Anderson Silva, he said the worst part about it was going to get a cup of coffee at Starbucks and the guy behind the counter telling him what he did wrong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And, that, and it's oh. true. Oh, it's fucking oh, true. It's so man. true. You that know? drives me nuts. You know. <sighs> Wait, how? How did you turn that into you? <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I'm, he's so right. It just drives me crazy. Well, well I think he's zoning out. He's zoning out now. Yeah, I'm it. thinking about all the time someone told me what I should have did. Yeah. The right way. I'm like, thanks. Thanks. I, I was thinking about, oh, man, you should have did this. Oh, I wish I would have thought of that. Thank you. <laughs> so even the manimal has been you, under this scrutiny. Did you think about that oh, before you, know, you just told you know, Cormier when you, when you got dropped that time, maybe you should do this. Oh. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking maybe I should just take a nap now. I was thinking that would be a great time to get some canvas time. Yeah. You got to go do the karate chop like this. No, I thought I wanted to wind up in the in the hospital after this. You did the karate chop. That's what I was planning on. You got to do the sideways chop. Um, feedback that you have to must come at me like this. (laughs) (laughs) Feedback at MMA and Beyond dot com. What do we, we got? What do we, we got? got feedback, all kinds Steve. of feedback. Um, uh, Robert writes about bare knuckle. Do you think the outcome of last week's bare knuckle event helps or hurts the view of how violent and legit- legitimate MMA is? Thanks, <laughs> Madam Each. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. There he is. He's somewhere else. You know, I'm undecided about this bare knuckle stuff. So, first of all, I said I would love to fight bare knuckle MMA. 
because I think it would favor a little more grappling exchanges. When it's a bare-knuckle boxing match, it's just too much cuts, I think, in some fights. What do you think, Doc? And I mean, what if you can't get the guy down? And you're in a bare knuckle MMA fight. Then so it you're, you're, so you what? would lean it more towards that, a bare the, knuckle the boxing match. combat jujitsu kind of thing. Well, you can still kick. Look, I could, you know, I could still uh, kick. I have other options, other weapons I could use, uh, hmm. other than just boxing. If I was bare would you employ the iron broom? <laughs> oh, you missed it. Well, I'll show you the video. Nah, Yo, show. hold on. Video. I'll show. Listen, don't talk about that. I no, only man, want. It's true. That's true. I only want to pull broke, that out in the fight. I broke. I broke the code. I, I only want to pull that out in the fight when I, I landed. Know. Then you'll see it everywhere. But yeah. until then, I got some secret techniques I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a. I mean, for a physician, I think it's a step backwards. And the ACSC and the ARP have come out and said, you know, they're not in favor of it. It increases lacerations, potential orbital fractures, certainly hand fractures. The argument was made that it's safer because you're not likely to hit as, with as much force. But, it, you know, if you go back in history, right, in the 1800s, some of those things lasted 17 rounds. Unlimited and, rounds. Right. And, and you can also well, say that subconcussive <laughs> blows cause... Yeah, we, were, we wouldn't know because it was so choppy <laughs> yeah. back there then. There you go. Like he's, he's, he's mad. You weren't here. Can you do me a favor? Find he, me uh, yeah, anywhere decent say, video. The animal's very upset that... The man, I looked, yeah, I spent the man about is, six days. Wait, he's very upset that he couldn't find it in 4K. He couldn't find the video. Yeah, he's upset that. Exactly. Uh, you know, I'm he's upset. Just, it doesn't have I'm to look like Game of yeah. Thrones. Yeah. But time travel. He's just angry because he's missing Game of Thrones Post right now. Produced yeah. this I, I have a recording nonsense. I did miss Game yeah. of Thrones for this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think who else is a Game of Thrones fan? Are you, Doc? They I'm a Game of Thrones fan. Oh, so you're missing Game of Thrones for this too. YouTube guidelines. I know Krista produces a Game of Thrones fan. You're not. You're killing me. The bare knuckle thing, I personally don't think it means any. To me, it doesn't. But I think for the general public it does that's the, and that's more of the problem they, i think they they're going to perceive it yeah they you know if, if those guys are still around it's just giving them ammunition that they wanted you know 20 years ago and this they're, they're just going to resurface Do but you like it? at the end of the day bad bad I, I don't even i don't you know i nothing it <laughs> nice. It's a non-thing. Like it. Yeah, to me it doesn't look, man. It's fighting is fighting. I mean, if you think taking off four rounds gloves is, you know, that much more harsh than, you know, getting your arm snapped or your freaking, you know, whatever's happening. It's just, you're either into fighting or you're not. So is it a step backwards? I don't, I don't know. You know, again, again, it's given some of these guys an outlet that, um, they might be punching somebody in the bar if they don't do right. this. I don't know. So. And, and it, they might. They might be. It, it tends to be some people who have had a professional MMA career already. Yeah. And it gives them the opportunity to to pick up a couple of dollars. And, yeah. I mean, here's the deal. I don't like. There was a picture of um, who was it? Uh, uh, the kid from Mississippi. I don't know. Uh, Loboff and the other guy. Jason Knight. <laughs> Jason Knight, but you want me to go back? I, I'll find you two guys that look worse than that or the same from an MMA fight. So, sure. yeah. you know, like, again, there's going to be two sides of the story. And at the end of the day, to me, it's just another fight. Honestly, <coughs> I'm not running to watch it. But I do believe the public and, like Doc says, the ARP and, you know, all the highfalutins are going to jump on the bandwagon. And, you know, I think it's uh, moral relativeness to me, you know. Doc, Barry writes about EPO. If USADA starts testing for EPOs, do you think we'll see more fighters suspended? 
there's a possibility of that. Oh, I say 100%. <laughs> no question in my mind. You know, it's funny. Apparently, uh, the only one left standing is Ray Longo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The and I'm, not, clear, man. I'm not on EPO. <laughs> I know I'm not. He said clearly. No, maybe yeah, clearly, said. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about it, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Who are these What's with EPO? EPO? What's with all this EPO? I'm definitely not down with EPO. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to see a lot more. Uh, as long yeah. as I don't test positive for EPO, I'm fine. You know? Wow. No, yeah. It's obvious yeah, you're, you're not okay. on it either. <laughs> yeah, obviously. You're, you're all obviously, you see how much I suck. <laughs> Shit. You see how tired I get sparring. Right? Oh, man. But people do I'm enjoy. so tired. Do, people do enjoy your input. I see here uh, our, our, our teammate and oh, wow. future champ, Dennis Bazooka. Uh, he, so, he writes, <laughs> let Manimal talk about the beyond. So, Bazooka wants me to talk about the beyond. But uh, I think that's out of the scope for this show. I think my beyond is a little too beyond. He wants me to talk about like out-of-body experiences and astral projection, working with the other world, the real beyond. So, But I think that's a little out of the scope of this. No, like no, in a spiritual way or yeah. how the brain and human metaf- experience handle stuff like dimethyltryptamine. In a, metaf- in a metaphysical way. the pineal way. gland kicks in. In, in a metaphysical the way. the pineal gland thinks that you're, you're dying or it panics and you, you shoot into that and it starts secreting dimethyltryptamine. And the human experience is one of what we would consider a near-death experience or something like that. Or you're talking about an actual spiritual... So there's several things that could happen. There can be the dimethyltryptoline experience. Sure. Right? Which, as far as I'm concerned, is only showing you what's there. Okay? So what you might be perceiving, you might think it's not there. It might be. And then other spiritual practices where we turn to the other side. Some, uh, right. Usually without any use of drugs. With the you silver know? cord? Good book, Dennis Bazook, if you're into this, is called You Forever by Lobsung Rampa. And that's a really good book that talks about that kind of stuff. Wait, let me uh, just swing back to the EPO thing, too. I want to say something like, so I think Ali uh, did a um, an interview where he said he knows for sure there's one champion, current champion, who he knows for sure is on EPO. So I think that's interesting. Really? You know, huh. Yeah, I think that's what that I think that's what the interview was, that he wow. knows for sure. Really? There's, yeah. Wow. So, Interesting. I don't know if he's going to reveal that or not. But, <laughs> he's uh, going to hold that in his pocket. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, did he tweet this something like that? At least five people. Really? One of them's a champion. Ooh. Wow. Hit us up. Is that the, up. The, the young way of saying let yeah. us know? Let us know. Young and hip. Yes, <laughs> you well, on Steve, the MySpace. What are you talking about, young? One of my friends who listens to this show said he thought you were 24. Oh, I he was know. like, "Who's this young kid on this show?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What young kid?" I was like, "The average age on this show, we, we could be on oh, AARP." Oh, geez. including me, right? Oh, oh my god, there he goes. Oh, AARP, Thanks, pal. you know, I was like old. I was like young kid. I was like, Steve. "Wow, Steve, I'm like, happy you got a compliment." Yeah, though. I am happy yeah. about that. Thank he was you. like, "Man, that young kid." He was Thank like, you. "He had to ruin it with the average age in the show after that. He couldn't just leave it alone. He had to go back." All right, work in progress, right? Are you kidding me? The average age of this show is 57. And Lauren writes in that your secret talent, Manimal, is sewing? I've been sewing for almost 30 years. Yeah. So me and my... Sewing oats? No, sewing clothing. So I do a lot of of costumes. That's why I always... You know, I wish America was more free with, like, coming out in costume. You know. (laughs) Does America have a law? They just frown upon it. No, like in fights, they just, they're like, oh, you can't wear this costume coming down the ramp. Have you ever gone to Mardi Gras? What would you come out in? No, I haven't gone to Mardi Gras. Oh, I would love to do the Minotaur outfit. 
you know, the centaur. That'd be Why great. don't you come to the show? They're making an outfit and come to the show with it. Start your we, own we have one we have, outfit that's Steve, called we have Popcorn no Surprise. For that. Oh, here, I can wear it. And America's yeah, against oh, so it. Much outfits. Just reach oh, in. It's so, in there. It's right. in there. The good one's at the bottom. We know Popcorn Surprise. And yes, there's laws against it, Manimal. You can't come out and Popcorn Surprise. Now, don't come next time. Make a costume. And let's I'll, do I'll wear my centaur costume if you want. Please. There you go. Uh, oh, so me and my wife, you know, we had a renaissance wedding. Uh-huh. And I sewed like 80% of our outfits. So everyone came in costume. I don't know how to do corset boning. So I didn't do a corset, but I did every, I did our cloaks or, you know. How many doublets. people came to that wedding? Uh, what I have close wow. to, oh, my wife's here actually downstairs. Uh, I think we had a, a little less than 100. Not that big. Really? But, uh. You know, it, it was so definitely the most And your father dressed up in a costume. Oh, my dad looked great. And my mom looked great. She looked like a princess, like an wow. Italian princess. She looked great. At first, she was like, but a John, I don't understand that this bullshit that you want to <laughs> do a Renaissance wedding. We, You know, she's Italian. She wants to have the 400-person guinea wedding yeah. at Russo's on the Bay. But instead, she had a free show. <laughs> but I have an older brother. But I have an older brother that's more traditional. Right. So, so I she can got be a, a little. So she, she got, got it with that. him. and then... But once you put the outfit on. She was like, oh, I look like a princess. Yeah. I look beautiful. I was like, you do look beautiful. And then she, then she had to go to the eyes wide shut wedding with him. It was really nice, you know. Ray, Al, Al for, uh asks, why everyone has forgotten about uh, Tony and Al both give Poirier all he wants, 55, is two stacked. I, I don't know that everyone's forgotten yeah, about it. It's just... yeah, Al, I don't, I, Al, I don't agree with that. I don't. Al's got a big fight coming up, and I'm sure after the fight, nobody will forget about him. I think he's right in line. I think he's right where he wants to be. Yeah, I think. I, I think. Look, Poirier deserved that shot, so no. He had the longest. I think. Yeah. I think this had the longest streak without a no, title he, shot. He earned it. So I mean, the way he beat. I don't Gaethje think anybody forgot about uh, Tony. I think you know he's got his own issues going on. Not that we forgot about him. I think everybody just. Kind of wishes the guy him. a speedy yeah. recovery and hope he's all right because he was a great fighter with a. He really deserves it. I mean, the timing yeah. of his breakdown really couldn't have been worse. I don't think, you know. So he's right I hope he's line. better because he was. He's a, he's a very talented, exciting fighter. Great ground game. Thunder yeah. Chief writes for anyone uh, mad that Matt Frivola might have gotten off lightly with that heel to the face. Turner got away with two fence grabs that allowed him to reverse position. So I'd say it evened out. Uh, I didn't really hear much. Much yeah, backlash to him. Yeah, yeah, I'm not here. It looked I, like he was just trying to kick away. Yeah, it looked like and he was it, actually using his leg work to make space, and he was flicking. Yeah. The, you know, he got a little frantic, and but it wasn't like he was standing that, over him and he was up kicking. Like, yeah, I think even I, when I he hit see. him, he was turned the uh, yeah right. Sideways. So it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird. I think it was, was like, a weird and thing. I, and I think Turner said shortly after, "I can, I can clearly see. I can. I'm fine." And those guys were hanging out after. I look like Turner's a nice guy, and I didn't get a chance to talk. To him, but uh, I, I don't think it was m- malicious or intentional at all. I think it was, you know, you're in a, in a in a fight, and I think he was on bottom, and he was looking the the guy was close to him. He's looking to make space, and I think he just flailed his legs a little too much. I I could be, I'd have to look at it again, but I keep rolling along because we get a lot of feedback. Yeah, feedback. A lot of Shelley feedback. Writes, Bring it on. Shelly writes hello to MMA and beyond. I don't believe I've heard how Ray got into MMA and coaching. Uh, and what drove Steve to enter the military, especially as an MP. Uh, she was in transportation and supply uh, to study behavioral science and start MMA training. Uh, Ray, go ahead. How'd you get into MMA coaching? 
Uh, I'll tell you what. I think, uh, how did I get into MMA coaching? You transitioned. Well, you were always doing well, martial arts. Well, well, Kundo, right? Yeah, well, I was, was always, always I was always, I always, I had a couple of champion kickboxes uh, before the start of UFC. And then I started doing jujitsu. That's where I met Matt. And then, I guess. Was that Cook Was that when? That was at. What was, was his name? What was his name? Say it again. Wait, you fuck. You got a stuttering? No, no. It was like cuckoo. Yeah, yeah. Cuckoo. Cuckoo. What's he pick? Does he pick? Does he pick some guy every week just to destroy his name? Yes. Yeah, Greg. Cuckoo. Is that when? Yeah, cuckoo. Yeah, I started with Greg. I started with your old school. Greg Cuckoo. Oh yeah, no, that's where I met Matt. That's the original. No, look. First off, I I'm gonna say it was at Cuckoo's before Matt, and there was no UFC. And I had gotten a call from a buddy of mine in uh, California. He said, hey, look, there's a guy coming to New York teaching Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, which I never heard of. He goes, get with this guy. He goes, a year from today, you'll be way ahead of everybody. He goes, it's really great. And, and then Kuka came in. I'd go into the city, and but there was nobody there. That's like a ground floor investment. Yeah, nobody was there. And he was like, he was only like, yeah, how do you, do you make money with a school? Like, he couldn't. I mean, I felt bad. I used to bring guys from my school into there every so often just so we had some people, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, the UFC hits. It went from like four people to the first class was 30. The next class was there just skyrocketing. That's where I met Matt. And then when Matt, you know, started training, you know, I was the I was already promoting fights and I had kickboxing champions. So I had a, a little name with stand-up. So I became the stand-up guy. Though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I became the stand-up guy. I guess because, you know, how many guys were around and how many guys mm -hmm. were doing martial arts. And like he says, even in the Jeet Kune Do, they did have grappling and lock flows, not to the sophistication of the Gracies by no means, but you were on the floor. You had, you had some stuff that I think mm -hmm. you can even recycle now, you know. But back then, everything was, this is the Gracie way. This is all you did. You don't do anything other. You don't come up with your own shit and don't, you know. <laughs> it was, it was, it was right. kind of like that. Like, you know, I remember... Me and Matt getting into an elevator, leaving, um, I think it was Peggy Chow's at the time. It was a kung, kung fu place that they rented out. They were doing jujitsu before, you know, like early in the morning. And the guy was, as we were in the elevator, he was like, I came up with this new choke. And like everybody blew him off as, what are you, like nuts? You know what I mean? Like you can't come up with a new choke. This is, but yeah, they didn't breed creativity back then. It was more <laughs> right. of a cookie like cutter thing. Yeah. yeah. So then I think as you know, as it evolved, man, you could say, man, let me tell you something. You, the game today is unrecognizable to what we were looking at in '93. You know, and you weren't even allowed to do leg locks back then. It was kind of like forbidden, and oh, you yeah. know, now hit. it's everything is leg locks. Yeah. You know, so I think I was just like the go-to guy for stand-up, and then you know, you know. Uh, I had Matt, and Matt got in the UFC, so we were always at the front of the line with everything. But, you know, we, I think we paid our dues, man. I really do. And, you know, it was like an arms race. We were always coming up with different ways to train and conditioning, you know, a couple of fights in the UFC. We had no clue as to weight cutting. Like, no, I didn't. Anyway, you know, I remember being at the fights, like, four days before and getting help from other people. I think... Uh, who the hell helped? I think Gil Castillo was uh, what a nice guy, he wrestled, yeah. right? Gil yeah, and, and he a had a—he yeah. was like the welterweight champ, I think. Oh, and oh he, was it middleweight? He fought Dave. Well, maybe middleweight. Yeah. Decision. Yeah, and I, I tell you what, man. No, oh, no, no Manuel's good with the history, back. but I'm going to tell you. Wait, let me on that note. So anyway, that's how I got involved with it, and then 
we just and then I took it very seriously because now you know you're facing a guy you got you know Matt didn't even wrap his hands at the beginning that's what I'm wow. saying like he mm. he was doing bare knuckle boxing as far as I'm concerned it was <laughs> right. a, a real I think the glove was even little at Doc back so then too. I'm not I'm telling you, you gotta you go oh, back and the harbinger glove yeah right? you go back and look at those gloves those Steve small. I'm telling you it is you're right it's like a mitten there's the an ounce glove was yeah. small. Was... no some of those gloves were you know, the original and, one but um well, real quick yeah, I run into well we were warming up for Vola the day of the fight I guess I ran into Jens Pulver you know and I, I you know we kind of, I haven't seen him in a while he's a nice guy but what a he's a pioneer, he's a pioneer. in the field yeah, and we went back to that thing yeah he was I mean really. yeah he was forced to fight at 170 it was kind of like I had this conversation yeah. with Manimal about there was no 155 division because I was saying didn't you inaugurate I thought it was the forty-five division Wait, with BJ. One seventies as as, lo as light as they went at one point. Yeah. So at first, that, no, the no, UFC you don't realize this no is crazy. Wow. And he this he said crazy. he was with like Pat Militich, and Militich is huge. You know what I mean? You know, Jens Pat Militich is, Jens is a, but was walking around at like two hundred. He was like one of the first yeah. guys to like cut oh, down. Yeah, he was for me. Think about that. That's why I I don't even you know I was like I even talking Jens to him. Really is like a. He's like Marab's size. He's like, well, my size. Yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, like a 35 or yeah. 45 or maybe. But and 55, he was the first real 55-pound champ. Yeah. Isn't and that then, crazy? And then for a long time, 155 had no division. They had no champ. They had a division, right. but no one had the title. That's where Matt was fighting in it. And there was no title there, though. And then, um, yeah, these guys had a fight at 170 a lot. There was no fight. Sean Shirk had a fight at 170. BJ Penn fought at 170. Yeah, Although yeah. it was the 170-pound champ. That's why I say, so even fair. like you look at Florian, yeah, no. Kenny really was a really good fighter. He what a fought solid fighter. at 85. I mean, he was squared away. 75. I mean, uh, 85, 70, uh, 70 and, 55, and, and 45. 45. And I thought I he, mean, he, he did good his first two rounds against Jose Aldo. And, and Jose Aldo, Aldo was unbeatable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He I'm did good against Kenny him. Kenny Florian's Ken underrated. Ken Flo was a Kenny Florian's underrated, man. Yeah. He's very underrated. Yeah, I man, think. and I seen him have a crazy fight in Boston with, um, what the hell was this guy's name? Oh, was, the master was his, uh, his nickname. But it was like his fourth fight. And man, he took the, the fight that got him on the Ultimate Fighter oh, show. Wow. He had got his ass kicked in this fight, but so tough. For, uh, yeah, that but, Dana White was like, this guy's great, you yeah, know. But I mean, think of it. And these he, guys, but Ken Florian, yeah, they were fighting, yeah. and even when Matt fought at fifty-five, guys that were forty, they were forced to, you know, you couldn't oh, fight. That was it. There yeah. was no forty-five, no thirty-five, lowest. no twenty-five. So what was the answer? That the lighter fighters would have to go. They'd overseas, have to go or? up. If yeah. you were lucky, you or, could go to Shudo in Japan. If you or you would try to do when they brought WEC as an organization, that kind of highlighted lighter fighters. So, like, Uriah Faber was, like, the 145-pound champion. Yes, Matt, Matt's really good with this, too, man, because he was, when he, he, even when he was supposed to fight uh, Oliver and he got burned that time, but he's got some good history. He was supposed to fight in Japan a couple of times. Yeah, Japan and, had the lighter fighters. Yeah. So. I mean, it makes sense, you know. In the Asian market, there is a, even yes, in Muay Thai, I, mean, I think there's a Bringing big, up Jens Pulver, I mean, I, I, I honestly, talking to Manuel, I'll give him a credit, because he, he really... Brought that up to me a couple of weeks ago about no. I have no recollection of and that. You, you though. know, I really you know don't. When you're so in it. Yeah, I, I have no like it. I like everything is just now. You know what I mean? But back yeah. then, yeah, I'm trying. That's what I was saying. I was asking him when he fought BJ Penn. I was there because we just got off the show or we were on the show and they we, we went to the fights and I think that was when they crowned the 45. 
Do you have any idea of that? Or? The first 45. I know we were at the Palms. Jose Aldo was the first 45. But who did he fight? This was before that, I think. Oh, oh, so you're saying well, maybe it was. No, Jose Aldo was the first 45 champ in UFC because they brought him over from WEC. But who did he fight to solidify that? I'm trying to think. Know. Was it Cub Swanson? I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember the fight that but solidified But it's interesting. I mean, but... the, the, the guy was a pioneer, and you know, just hearing him talk about how he had to fight heavy, it's, it's nuts, man. It was, it was the Wild West, man, back then. That's so crazy. But guys, you know, like, that's why I say, like, uh, somebody asked me, did so-and-so, did he like the fight? I go, he must have because he wasn't getting paid. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, these guys weren't it, making yeah. any money, so oh, the sport you, would, you I mean, really like the fight, man. Yeah. These guys we were in there. We just liked the fight. I remember when we started, it was just uh, just a pure yeah. love of combat. That's yeah, all that I tried to bring. I mean, uh, you know, it's just, we just, yeah, everyone yeah. just loves to fight. It was yeah, like, that was it. It, it was, was no really money. like an outlet. Oh, you know what was great, too? You could get front row at any UFC. Anytime you went before like 2005, we would buy the cheapest seat and you just walk to the front row. No one used to go. Yeah, it was pretty funny. empty, right? Wow. Oh, where the hell did you guys fight that was like... Oh, do you remember UFC 37.5 at the I, Bellagio? It. I wasn't there, but I do remember You it. weren't at that I, one? That's I don't, one I didn't go to. Yeah. Thank God you didn't 5. go. Oh my God. One of, actually, okay, so... Well, so they at one point they were going to do this thing... The point fives were going to be almost like the contender series. It's a fight series. night, really. Yeah, like a, Actually, it's like a fight night. Uh, I think they were looking for new talent. Oh, like a contender. Yeah, yeah. I think it was more but like But they that, would so. main event it with a good main event. And the main event on 37.5 was a really good one that no one remembers. Vitor Belfort, Chuck Liddell. Fantastic fight. Dynamite. I mean, great technique, spinning back kicks. No yeah. one remembers this fight. It's fine. But, yeah, that, that show was wild. Uh, there was like... Yeah, talking to Chuck Liddell, I heard John Hackleman was relentless with uh, T.J. Dillashaw that he should be banned for life. Like he wasn't wasn't even having it. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, listen, I he's not the first I mean, I guy know. to get popped for drugs. You know, he's not the first guy to. See, I think I I, I got to tell you that's what I'm saying. I think the sentiment now is just well, way different, man. I mean, I'm feeling. Like, even for myself, man, I'm really, like, I like TJ, but I don't know if I'm getting over this, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a weird, weird thing, man, but because you see how hard everybody's trying to do the right thing, and, you know, that's going back to the other guy, you know, he just wanted to provide for his family. We all do. Everybody does. What does that mean? So you'll right. go to any extent, breaking the law, any cheating, it doesn't matter. Robbing banks, it's all good, because your intention was good. You wanted right. to put food... On the animals training camp, you know, you want to you want to get more people to that camp, so we're gonna rob a bank. So we're gonna rob a bank, animal man, manable. <laughs> right, Steph, you gave me some other uh, feedback that came in late. I'll I'll catch it next week. Um, yeah, I mean, this is good. We have so much feedback that we have to we go actually, to next yeah, week. We have so to go much to feedback. Next week. Bro. Now, what do you think that, that can we attribute any of that to? I don't know if Man we can, but I know who will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take credit where I can. Sure. I, I'm, I'm not kidding. The other last week in the class, he did say this to Simon. Who the hell was it? But he said, have you heard my podcast Sunday night? I, I really, <laughs> no, I, I say, no, let me tell you something, Steve. I swear to God, yeah, I, I I'm listening to I this guy. I go, wow, radio. this guy's really out of control at this point. He really called it his podcast. Right. I know. I had a few people <laughs> when I walked into the gym 
uh, that were saying, hey, I really like the podcast with Manimal on it, and he didn't tell me to say this. Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, everyone's saying it so much. I'm like, oh, they're going to think I Everyone's you. saying it so much. I'm like, oh, they're going to think I put you up to it. So. so make sure you tell him I didn't when you tell him this. They're like, oh man, you're really funny. I was like, the funny thing is that one of them walked up to me with a piece of paper and said, I really enjoyed <laughs> having Manimal on the show when I downloaded. <laughs> wow, Manimal's funny, but who is he's that? He's got an animal. He, he does have an animal of animals out there. He's got an yeah. army. Manimal's animals. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, got, he's got an army animals. of manimals. Hey, and listen, oh, again. I was hyped when I came in before, too. <laughs> Before before we go on to on it and talking crew. about uh, fi- upcoming fights, where can people find you? Because your your Instagram is funny Instagram and is inspiring. Funny. And uh, I mean that's the best place in, at, at John the Man. Seriously, what rock? You got a training camp coming up in three weeks. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what rock so can really they ex- find you on? <laughs> is there an address on that rock? In Brooklyn, you know, tough guys are under every rock. So. Oh yeah! <laughs> wow. Um, a animal grows in Brooklyn. It's a new book I'm working on. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that's pretty exciting. I'm in fight camp. You know, as soon as I uh, I have some exciting news uh, to share on a fight, uh, well, Steve, I'll be doing that. And even tonight, we had ESPN filming. Now mm-hmm. he walks in the door. The guy from ESPN goes, "Hey, animal." He's like a known guy because of the podcast now. <laughs> they, even the guys from ESPN know him. I, I listen to the Manimal podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I listen to Manimal MMA and beyond. Where, I, where, the, where the first M in MMA is from Manimal. It was, and next time I'll tell you about the popcorn outfit. Can I, can I finish this with On It, please? Thanks, Manimal. On It is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. Make sure you check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond to get your discount. If you already use Onnit products like Manimal does, like Ray does, like I do, Doc, MCPs. like Doc does, uh, and you want to save extra money, just use our promo code MMA Beyond. <laughs> Ray makes the best faces. <laughs> oh, Doc, I didn't know that. MCTs. You mean coconut oil? Coconut oil. Did you know that, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, he did. Did I know what? <laughs> that I'm not on EPOs yet. I think I figured that out. Thank, thanks for use, the help, though. Use promo code <laughs> MMA Beyond. And please, please give us a, a five star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen so other people could find. Uh, the show and uh, before we go I just want to talk about the our local fighters that we have oh, April yeah. 20th Ring of Combat at Madison Square Garden big stuff big stuff oh, we yeah. have Austin that kid's phenomenal he's just, he, man and he's young too was, is Austin 18 19 how old is that kid Austin. he's uh, 19 I believe yeah, yeah, he's just turned 19 and that's another champ you got on your hands right you're gonna have to get a bigger wall for all the champs you have here. wow there is like a percentage for such a small gym to have such a high percentage of hey, look, I'm, really I'm, caliber I'm, I'm athletes very proud and, and happy about it. I really am. That part is, I think, not that it goes over. I think it goes overlooked, man. I mean, it's way underrated. We're, we're keeping it local and been really putting some, you know, fighters in the big shows that are doing great, man. It's a, it's a, it's and a fighters good of all happy. ages as well, because you do have yeah. as much as we bust this chop. You have guys like Manuel here who. The oldest who, fighter in history. Who, who the really oldest does, featherweight in the world. He does yeah. inspire and he leads and he, and he, and he, he, he does uh, uh, 
great things here as well. Ashley is also uh, inspirational as well as Paula. They'll be fighting at Ring of Combat as well, Madison Square Garden. (laughs) I do want to... Can I I hype Ray up? This is what I do. I do do that, and then you jump Can I hype Ray up one more time? Wow, he wants to hype me up. Let me tell you something. Most let me tell you something. There's a lot of gems. What are you, Fire Marshal Bill? There's a lot of there's a lot of gems that get a lot of good press when all they do is poach talent, right? And Ray, like he said, homegrown talent. There's no guy that There's no poaching here. That's what I'm saying. Ray, the only thing Ray does there'll be no poaching in this gym. That's what I'm saying. But not you, Ray. You grow him from the ground up. You know, as a guy walks through the door, you make him a champion. You know, and I think that is overlooked. You know, he's not trying to go out looking to bring guys in. He makes the best of what <laughs> is right there. You know, and I think that's I, underrated. I mean, a, I, I thank you very much. You know, I was listening I pre- to even like that. Dustin Poirier's thing, and he's like, "Oh, I live in Louisiana, but I travel right. to go to American Top Team." Respectable, but he went right, traveled there, whatever. How that worked right. out, right? Just the guy walks in the door. <laughs> Where do you live? Uh, up the block. Ray wants you to start me. everything you say now with. I'm a man of few words, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm a man of many words. Uh, here, You'd be I mean. lucky to get the me only, shut the I, fuck I will up. say this: if it ends tomorrow, man, I walk out a happy camper. That's, that's all yeah. I gotta say. With, without without a, a legacy, with, yeah. a, without question, yeah. without without question. Wimps to warriors, Brandon, Mark, Ben, and Patrick as well. Yes, uh, that so. that was the this is the first time that this gym participated in yeah, the yeah, Wimps yeah. to warriors. Like they got to work with Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drago I think Drago Sal, did a great Dave job. Patton, Drago's up so early yeah. training those guys. Oh my god! Do you see he's here five thirty in the morning? I'll get to train with what Drago. Get to get train with yeah. Drago? Are you kidding me? I you pick, know, Dra- you want to talk about a pioneer in the sport? Yeah. You want to talk about yeah. a pioneer in the sport? Drago really is too. I mean, that's old school. Yeah, look, there was a guy too. from ESPN. He was asking how Drago was doing tonight. I go, man, you know. he's, he remembers him from the he's Ultimate Fighter show. So Drago had legendary fights. So good. I really, I take his jujitsu class and just. It's yeah. just like talking to I an encyclopedia. Of Drago was a blue belt when I started, and I remember him just killing everybody. Like, and man, Drago, real pioneer. You know, I mean, listen, we did those fights were done without renown. You yeah, know, a lot. Those were those were fights done without. That's why I say you fought because you loved Cause the you fight. There was no yeah. question about it. <clears throat> April twenty first, Ryzen Sazaki. Is it risen or Ryzen? Is Sazaki uh, It's a Ryzen, and he's not he's fighting. Out, right? yeah, he's yeah. been right. out. The production team. I'm looking at the Is production team. Is still on the board? Oh. I, bum, 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 I guess that's new, uh, new developments. Oh, man, I got to tell you. All right. Somebody took the, the eraser. All right. How about, how about we looking at UFC Fight Night Ottawa? Wow. Yeah. <sighs> Let's go. Holy it's going to be a good night. How so excited. Yeah. Like, I mean, we talked about it enough. Yeah, Marab. Marab, too. Marab's Marab. a killer. Marab. We got yeah. Ally Quinta versus Cowboy Throne. Huge fight. Absolutely huge fight. We know how we feel about that. And then we got June 8th. We got UFC 238. Aljo gets Munoz. That's a, another tremendous fight. Ray, another big another big Man, year here at the yeah, gym. I'm saying the, all three of those fights are huge. So. Huge fights. And, and the Aljo, way, I mean, he's really coming no, And those too. three guys will all they be together. They inspire each other. Yeah, they'll be together yeah. on all three of those. I, I love it. Crew. I think they have a great formula now, and it's working. We're going to stick with it. I mean, the, the sparring between Marab and Aljo is like yeah. better than going. Oh, to you were here Saturday. I sparred Saturday. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah. awesome. Uh, but cool. yeah, they're sparring. Forget it. Yeah. And I think Aljo 
and of course, they both did extra rounds after with other guys. They just did oh it. wow, both of yeah. them. Yeah, I'm pretty. Cool. I'm pretty sure I seen Alger do some extra rounds. I mean, I got punched in the head a lot, so after my sparring, it takes me a little time to recover. Who'd you spar? Pumi. That kid is so fast. Oh, uh, Pumi's good. He's Lightning so fast, fast. That kid. It's hard to punch him. Lightning. I'm fast. like, stop moving. Just did you connect with him at all? Yeah, so, I mean, very, oh, well, I, very I, little, he's, very no, he's hard, he's to, hard hit. to hit. Yeah, he's hard, he's to, hard hit. to hit. He's hard to hit. They, um, he, uh, Pumi fought uh, a, a kid who trains at Henzo's. If I see him train a lot, really nice guy. Um, he fought there, and um, Pumi, Pumi beat him. And still, t- when I see him, he, he looks at me and goes, "That guy's just so good. He's yeah, he, just Pumi. so good. Yeah, and, see, and he's he really like, is. He's very, he's, only because he's, he's been injured, down. but he's." Yeah, he's got. I just, he's just gonna get stuck with the weight thing, man. One twenty-five. You know. I think he was only. I don't even think he was one forty. Not even yeah, with mean, a fight coming up. One twenty-five. You know? I throw him in there tomorrow. Right. I think he can yeah. make one twenty-five in a week. Yeah. You know, like he's just right there. Like he's just walking around lean as shit. You have anything coming up, Manimal? Uh, I should be. Yeah, I'm fighting in early June. I'm working on a few things. I don't want to say anything uh, until. You know, the universe gives me uh, a contract. So we'll see. But uh, hopefully I have something big on tap. What? I don't want to put it out there nah, until it's official. We're waiting I, for the universe I, to come Yeah, in. I want yeah. to. Yeah, I'm it's, giving the universe space. It's a new wanna... production company where they allow <laughs> costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Universe. Yeah. I, we, we should have, you and I should have the discussion that Bazooka wanted. I think there would be a fantastic uh, discussion. Bazooka, I'll be sure to talk to you about it tomorrow when I see you at the gym. Okay, that'd be interesting. And, and yeah, yeah, and it'd be a great, a great conversation to have. Going on the other Folks, side. once again, it has been our pleasure to bring you MMA and beyond. I want to thank you all for listening. And again, please, five-star rating for us. Help find us. If you're, if you're, you're uh, uh, buying supplements, if you're into forums that have information, articles, clothing lines, whatever, Please check out onit.com and use promo code MMA Beyond. It helps support the show. And I think that's it. You can find Ray, Ray Longo MMA. That's one word, Ray Longo MMA. You could also, our our gym website is longoandwidemanmma.com. You could also hear him on the Anakin Florian podcast. It comes out well, every Monday afternoon. You know what I'm really impressed about that podcast, Ray, is no matter where they're moving, who's where, who's ta- calling a fight, who's what, they still... They still do it, and that's uh, and that's great. And they have you on there, and almost always mention your hair. Wow! Almost yeah, always mention his hair. Jealous, yes, great hair. I gotta tell you, man. When I was talking to Jens Pulver, I was like, uh, we were talking about. He goes, "Man, you look great." And I go, "Yeah, I'm gonna be 61." He starts looking at my hair. It felt very weird. <laughs> you know? a strong hair. <laughs> game. Yeah, I, mean, I, I wanted to go, dude. I don't dye my goddamn hair. Stop looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first you have a full head of hair, yeah. and there's like no gray there. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, there is gray in there, but he, he's rubbing Nepo in it. I, I did well without the gray, but now I had a couple, and now they're starting to peer pressure the others. Yeah. <laughs> starting to peer well, pressure. You got to the clip them out. I, I don't pull them out. I clip them out. I think that's the secret. <laughs> that's the secret. Yeah. I like to look at them. Manimal, where can they find out. you? Uh, at John the Manimal Benedici. Uh, I know. I thought everybody promoted. Time. Just one more time. Uh, check out my training camp. Where can I find you? Oh, gee, still going. We know you got the training camp. So, you have a training camp. Manimal training camp. There Doc, uh, Combative Sports Consulting Services dot com or Doctor Sherry Show at, fa- at Are you Facebook. around for a little bit? Are you boxing? Uh, you doing everything else? Did um, you do the I'm bare a, knuckle stuff too? Were you in there too? Did not do the bare knuckles, but I did the the big Showtime show with uh, Shields and Hammer last night. So oh, yeah, cool. that was great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. Doc Sherry doing yeah. things. I'm Steve Maraboli. One word. 
I'm a pretty findable fella. Ray is squeaking the microphone. We love it. I feel like I, I feel like I was back in the second grade. Ray's all set. Yeah. Ray's all set. Folks, MMA Beyond. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>